those nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry-free. Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones. Dick Johnson from DJR Team Penske, and you're on Inside Supercar. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. On our previous show, you heard from Tony Quinn on how he bought into Triple Eight and why. Today, we find out from Roland Dane and Jamie Winkup their thoughts on his involvement and how they will be making their own adjustments to life for Dane in semi-retirement and Winkup stepping out of the car. First, to Roland Dane, who said, once they sat down with Tony Quinn, the conversation on his investing in the team moved very quickly. Uh, <clears throat> Tony has told it like it uh, like it was, and um, uh, how it happened. It happened relatively relatively quickly, uh, and uh, I was very quickly reached the conclusion that he was somebody that I thought could could really add add value to Triple Eight and help. Uh, the next generation achieves their achieves their ambitions and um, and and grow. So that's honestly, yeah. Uh, as many people know, I'm not really motivated by by money. I'm motivated by success of the business um, and on track and off track, and I want to see that continue. So if, if somebody of Tony's stature, proven ability and uh, resources is prepared to back the next generation, then uh, that works very well for me. So what does getting Tony Quinn into the team mean? It's a a bit of a unicorn situation, really, because Tony uh, is extremely successful uh, business-wise, as we're all aware, uh, but he's also been around motorsport uh, for a long time and and has a, a deep understanding of it from a number of different viewpoints. You know, as a category um, category owner uh, through yeah, Porsche Cup years ago, through GTs, uh, through even Aussie race cars, etc. He also sees it as a uh, circuit owner um, and uh, even as a promoter. You know, effectively uh, promoting the uh, New Zealand Grand Prix uh, ten days ago. Uh, so uh, he sees it through uh, as a competitor as well. Uh, well, that's a pretty unique, um, a pretty unique uh, situation, pretty unique set of um, set of experiences there. Uh, that I think that honestly, it would be hard to hard to match. Um, I think that, frankly, for supercars over the last month as a category to have um, snared significant. Uh, significant investments from from two people, um, Stephen Grove and Tony Quinn, um, in different teams is uh, is a testament to the direction that the category is hopefully going in now. Um, on the back of television, on the back of Gen Three, etc., 
and um, and and both those people are, are highly credentialed in uh, motorsport world. But Tony is uh, a step above uh, in terms of also yeah, his circuit ownership as well and category ownership in the past. So uh, he's got a lot to contribute to Triple Eight, but he's also got a lot to contribute to the um, to the supercars environment. Should he so choose to to have an um, an involvement. Um, at some point in, in the future, on uh, yeah, with supercars um, as a team as a, a team owner, so that's up to him to to decide. But uh, I couldn't be more pleased about the about the set of skills and experiences that he brings to uh, to the table. It's pretty hard to beat, frankly. Roland, are you ready to move into a mentoring role with? Jamie, have you got a work program worked out and everything like that? Yeah. <clears throat> so Jamie, don't forget, you know, has been uh, has been eyeing this um, with me for several years now. It hasn't uh, come out of the blue. It's just a question of the planets aligning, um, and uh, and that yeah, me getting older. Uh, so I'm. Uh, but I am looking forward to to not only Jamie uh, uh, but the the team, you know, having a, some input into them going to the to hopefully the next uh, level of evolution. You know, we've got a lot going on here at the moment. We've got a our biggest ever program. Which if you'd said to me eight months ago, eight nine months ago, that we were going to go into 2021 with our biggest program. Uh, then I would have uh, thought you were, thought you were mad, uh, but the reality is that that we are with a lot going on, and I'm looking forward to uh, to to helping the team as a whole. We've got some good people here. We've got some really good people here that some of you know, and some of you don't because you don't see everyone. Uh, but you know, I've got people here who've worked with me almost all the time that I've been in Australia, who are in the you know, in the back room, as it were, and uh, and I want to see them carrying on uh, with Jamie and and with Jessica and with Tony into the future. So I, t- I take great pride in it, frankly. So I, I am looking forward to it. For Jamie and Jess, Roland, will there be a probationary period? There isn't, um, but let me tell you, um, the guy in my top left-hand corner who, with the back view of the Gold Coast behind him uh, is a hard taskmaster. <laughs> and uh, so he'll uh, he'll be making bloody sure that they are doing their jobs and rising to the occasion. And, if, and But the great thing is <clears throat> that if they need the help, then he'll be there to, to, to give it to them. He's also got a very <laughs> a lesser-known offsider Who's a part of, of of our board going forward? Um, who who's worked for Tony for many years? Who's also got huge um, huge commercial experience and everything. So they've got great tools around them. I don't need to give them a a three month uh, probationary period. Um, Jamie's been driving for me for half Jessica's life. <laughs> and to to be honest, given the fact that I wasn't a very good father for quite a long time, I probably spent more time with Jamie than I have with Jessica. So um, I don't need to give them a probation period. So, Roland, moving to semi-retirement, what does 2020 look like for you? In 2022, 
uh, my role will very much to be uh, to be around when Jamie uh, Jamie needs me, and to uh, and to really uh, have a uh, a modus operandi with him that allows him to to do his job, but also to be able to lean on me um, on a very regular basis when he needs me. So uh, I think that uh, uh, that won't involve being in the way. Yeah, it'll it'll involve being there when you need it and not. Uh, yeah, a little bit like a, a motor racing father, if you like, um, <laughs> that uh, the you can very quickly be a nuisance. So <laughs> I'll be there when he want when he wants me, and uh, uh, and not not when he doesn't. How important was getting the the GM deal and ensuring the Camaro became part of Gen Three? How important was getting that deal done before moving on? Yeah, uh, very. <clears throat> to be honest, it is important for. Uh, the team because it was important for the paddock. So uh, and and what's good for uh, for supercars is good for for Triple Eight. So uh, it was it was an important part of um, of succession planning to to try and make sure that the company is is in a, in a good position. And the, to be honest, the the business is in the uh, the best position it's ever been in, and uh, it's a testament to to everyone pulling together last year, but also to the it's also a testament to the work that the commercial team have done over the last six months and putting putting together uh, such a strong roster of of sponsors. So um, and deals, and uh, honestly, the the Camaro was. Um, and the, the the interaction with GM over that um, was one of the the pieces of the puzzle, if you like. That, from my point of view, had to be had to be there for me to to feel that uh, in the in the right way um, around uh, around being able to 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 step down. So, is there now a succession plan already in place for Jamie Winkup's driving replacement? I've always got got a plan. Uh, but um, the two aspects to that. Firstly, it's it's a plan that um, I'm not necessarily going to share right now. And secondly, it's a plan that's flexible. So um, I can honestly tell you we haven't made a, a decision, um, but uh, I've never been as popular as the last couple of hours <clears throat> and uh, with people telling me that their contracts don't really mean anything. So... Uh, I'll uh, we'll be looking. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be looking and following our plan uh, carefully during this year to to make sure that you know we tick the same boxes as we've tried to tick in the past and um, uh, make sure that the team is as able as possible going forward to 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 have success. So that's the you know, that's our primary motivation at all levels so um, I can't be more uh, I, I can't be more open at the moment uh, because it's uh, it's an ongoing situation so but I can tell you that it, nothing is locked in at the moment at all. Jamie Winkup says he'll be an active participant in the driver decision. Yeah for sure I'll be working or Jess and I will both be working with RD to um, to make the decision it's a big decision for the team to make sure we've got the the right uh, 
pilots, steering wheel spaces, whatever you want to call them, um, behind the wheel to um, to drive the car. And I guess my expertise, I, I, I know a good driver when I see one. So um, I'll certainly be giving that feedback back to uh, RD and the, and the rest of the board on who I believe will be the, the best person to uh, to drive the 88 car. But in the meantime, I'm just trying to make sure that that 88 car is the most appealing car to drive for, for any driver um, come uh, come this year. So we'll certainly be working through that in the next three three to six months and uh, looking forward to sharing with you who will uh, who will pilot the, the 88 car for 2022. Triple Eight took a risk in some respects with Jamie Winkup coming into the team. Will the team be risk averse towards a young upcoming driver with their next decision? Oh, I'd like to think it was an educated risk back in the day. It wasn't completely <laughs> left field. Time will uh, t- t- time will tell. Time will tell. There's there's trends there, but we're certainly not locking ourselves into uh, to to anything at the moment. We're um, all eyes open, and we're going to choose the um, the best person for the job. Jamie's extremely well equipped to 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 be a part of that uh, decision making process. Now uh, we've got uh, partners to to consider as well. Uh, we'll take all those things into account, and we'll also uh, we'll also look at what's happening internationally. Unfortunately, yeah, borders are not as open as we'd like. Uh, but um, you know, I've I've always thought that Australia doesn't have an exclusive, uh, or New Zealand on providing good supercar drivers. So um, whether we can look outside our borders at the moment it remains to be seen, but. Uh, certainly, there's also the appeal of, of young talent, uh, like Jamie was back in the day. So, it's a, it's something that, as I said before, we're we're some way away from from making a decision, and um, there are a number of different factors to take into account. But just because we're yeah a bigger team than we were in 2006 with a uh, with a, a huge track record now, doesn't mean that uh, we have to have. Um, somebody come into the team who's already a uh, you know a championship or race race winner. Uh, we might choose to do that, but we don't have to. So for Jamie Winkup, you're a driver. You're on the commission. You're now taking a team managing director and principal role. Will you stay on the Supercars Commission? It's certainly the plan to continue on on the commission. It's been a fantastic learning experience for me and the last 18 months. Um, Jess reminded me yesterday that I've actually been doing it for 18 months, so I'm up for renewal around October this year. So certainly going to um, try to continue uh, as the, the good work I've been doing and um, fingers crossed the team owners think I've done a great job and um, elect me again um, come October. How do you feel having an end date on your driving career? Uh, there's, there's plenty of emotions. There's, there's obviously... A, there's obviously sadness, but there's obviously excitement of what the future holds, and there's a little bit of relief as well to finally have announced the plan, so we can now just focus on um, executing. So, I'm, you know, I, I love driving. I'm really looking forward to this year. I'm also looking forward to using my spare time working with RD, Tony, and um, the rest of the management team on learning this Triple Eight business, further understanding supercars and motorsport, and even the um, even the automotive industry as a general um, in my spare time in 2021 and then looking forward to jumping in the, um, in the, in the hot seat in 2022. So there's, there's plenty of emotions and one doesn't outweigh the other. Um, but there's, 
there's plenty going on, you know, which is good. We we're not the we don't really want to be the quiet achievers. We want to um, we, we 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 make the big calls when we need to, and um, we keep moving forward and keep on the trajectory that RD has set the last fifteen years. Um, it's not about growing the business. It's it's about making it stronger. Um, if our if our um, commercial partners are any indication of how strong the business is at the moment, um, you know it's it's in it's as strong as it's ever been. So um, the, my my job and uh, the challenge to my job is making sure we stay on that trajectory for uh, for a long time to come. So the critical question is, can you win a championship and championship number eight in twenty twenty one? Oh, absolutely. I would have uh, would have. I would have pulled the pin at the end of last year if I didn't think I could make it number eight. So uh, I'm not there to make up the numbers. I'm there to um, to, to get results, and um, absolutely number eight is achievable. Will you be co-driving for the team next year? Yeah, I'm unsure on that yet. It's um, it depends. I, I this opportunity to be team principal is is a big one, and it may take up most, if not all, of my time. So I, I'll just have to assess that. But um, it's not out of the question that I will. Um, sign on as a co-driver to do the endurance races in 2022. Um, there's also, I've, I've a little bit deprived myself of other forms of motorsport as well. I know Tony enjoys his GT racing, which I've dipped my toe into a little bit, but there's also other races around the world that I would like to be able to compete in while I'm still sharp and um, and, 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 and motorsport or, or driving fit, uh, ready to go. So, um, but I'm just going to have to wait and see, um, but I'll come back to you more on that uh, probably in the next six months. Well, racing overseas, do you already have a bucket list of races? No, there's nothing that um, that massively presents itself, but um, as you know, there's some marquee events around the world that uh, every driver wants to compete in. So, um, you know, one of those may become appealing, but um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I don't want to don't want to commit myself to anything like that. Um, there's plenty on. Plenty on my plate for 2021, 22. That's my absolute main focus. Um, so that's uh, that's where the priority is. So in 2021, you're going to be racing. You're going to be learning about the business ahead of moving into that managing director team principal role. Do you think it'll change your focus very much? Yeah, as, as I said, um, my massive focus, my main focus this year is making sure I drive the ADA car as well and as as good as I can. That's the best thing I can do for for Triple Eight um, in 2021. Um, but in my spare time, I'll be obviously still on the Supercars Commission, and I will be doing as much as I possibly can to learn learn the Triple Eight business. Now, um, to take a bit of a Ross Braun approach, I think for 12 months you really got to got to got to listen, listen and observe more more than anything. So um, I'll make sure I'm. I'm spending as much time as I possibly can here at the workshop and, as I say, listening, observing and learning as much as I possibly can. So when uh, when the time comes for me to, to make the decisions, I've got as much knowledge as possible to make the right ones. Jamie, you and Roland have very different personalities. Will the wing cup attitude have to change when you move into that new role? Hey, I'm me. I'm me and uh, I'm, I'm going to work hard on uh, making sure I've got good relationships with Supercar, Sean, John Casey, the likes. Um, Roland and I have a different management style, but um, RD doesn't get on the doesn't get on the radio or the phone or the TV and um, express his opinion for no reason. 
um, sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely necessary and I'll have to fulfill that role without doubt. If something needs, something needs to be done, it needs to be done. So uh, I'll, be, I'll be there in those times, but um, I'll, be, you know, I'll, be, I'll be managing the situation the, the way I believe is, uh, believe is best. It's certainly fascinating times ahead and we'll be covering it all here on Inside Supercars. Thanks for joining us and until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.